Joined here with uh, Nepean Raiders' Kevin Grew before uh, their game against the Brockville Braves for our pregame show now. Uh, Kevin, day before Christmas Eve, two days before Christmas Day, maybe a little shout-out to the fans? Yeah, I just want to shout-out uh, the unbelievable fans we have in Nepean, uh, all the fans across the CCHL and all the players, families and staff. Uh, I want to wish you a happy holiday and a Merry Christmas. Now, of course, Kevin, coming in your last game, uh, you had played a pretty good game, had lots of minutes on the top line with uh, Reed Murphy and then also uh, uh, Paul Larrabee, who you said it a few months ago, or probably about a month ago, that you wanted to get him his first goal along with Reed Murphy. It seems like you guys have really clicked. So tell me about that line itself and why Darcy has put you three together. I think right off the get-go, it's it's a dynamic line. Uh, we got a young guy in Paul, 16, uh, obviously going to be in the OHL soon enough. and. He brings size and skill and speed, and then we have Reed who brings size and playmaking and smarts, and then myself, I try to follow up and, and just put the puck in the net and play hard along the wing. Now you must like how big that line is. Of course, Paul Larby's a, a pretty big player himself. Reed Murphy, six foot four. yourself, 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, so you guys have a lot of size, and it's got to be nice to be playing with you, know, you three on that top line and having a lot of size going into the corners and digging out those pucks. For sure, there's not many lines in the league who have the weight and, and height that we have uh, on that on that line, but definitely uh, we're all offensive guys. So, a lot putting size and skill together, it's hard to match up because the size is, is definitely uh, beneficial in the corner and on the boards, and the skill takes over. Now, would you say that you and Reed have that chemistry from playing together in Stittsville? Of course, you guys are both from Stittsville. I, I believe. Did you guys play together in Junior B as well? Uh, no, we, we went to the same Junior B tryout originally when we were 16, but just uh, he's, he's, he's my neighbor, so I've known Reed for, oh man, about 15 years. and So road hockey and outdoor rink and everything, I mean, when you spend enough time with a guy, you just click and obviously a good hockey player, so easy to play with. Was it you or Darcy that kind of suggested to put you two together, or did Darcy kind of know that, you know, since you guys knew each other from the past, that it would be a good line? Well, before I got to Nepean, I think uh, I think Reed uh, was one of the guys that uh, told Darcy and Randy as a staff that I was a pretty good hockey player and I could put the puck in the net. So I think it all started a little bit when Reed mentioned to Darcy that I was available for trade. And then when I came over, we experimented a bit. And now we're, we've been together for three games now. And I mean, it's never a bad option to put two of your best players together. Now, Reed, of course, before I ask you about your last game, which was a 3-2 loss against the Gloucester Rangers, I want to ask you about an acquisition that you guys made just a few weeks ago, and that was acquiring William Brown. Of course, William Brown played for your former team in the Ottawa 67s. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you had any chance to, to meet him when you were with the 67s. It might have been a few years ago. Uh, but it seems like he stepped in, into the role of being a uh, top-four defenseman for you guys. So how nice was it to get more experience on the back end? Because it seemed like you guys really needed a, an experienced defenseman that had played at the OHL level. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, Rand Randy's done a terrific job with uh, providing s speed and, and smarts on our back end with the acquisition of not only Willie but uh, Mikey Thomas yeah. out of Chicago. And that's added a lot of speed and, and uh, a dynamic element to our back end that we were missing the first half. And uh, kudos to Randy and these players. They, they've all, you know, they've done their role. And back to Will, obviously, his, his experience in the OHL and me and Warney have been through it. It's uh, it's something that no one can take away from you. And uh, the young guys definitely benefit for sure. Now, obviously, of course, getting Will Brown was uh, was nice, of course, with the loss of William Cullen and, and on that course, and of course, getting Tyler Orban up. And you had, did you, uh, you didn't, you hadn't played with Tyler Orban's brother, did you? Yeah, I, uh, I actually roomed with uh, Ryan Orban when I was with the 67s, and uh, Ryan, 
was a year younger than us, so he got called up and played on my minor hockey team a few times. And uh, we're family friends, so I, I know the Orban family, and Tyler's another good player in that family on the come-up, and uh, I wouldn't be shocked if uh, you see Tyler have a really good hockey career. Now let's go back to your last game. Uh, of course, a 3-2 to two loss in overtime. The season series has now shifted with Gloucester. Uh, they have it 3-1 to one going back to your first win against Gloucester. That was a 3-2 uh, to two shootout win uh, in uh, mid-September, I believe it was. I would have to double-check on that. But, of course, since then, Gloucester has beat you guys three times. And it seems like for a team that, that is at the bottom of the league, they've kind of had your number this year. So what did you feel happened in that last game? Because Marshall had played pretty well for only facing 23, 24 shots. And you guys had outshot them, but it seemed like Michael Cullen just stood on his head all game. Yeah, I mean, Michael Cullen, uh, another guy I know, same age, same age group. So I've been playing uh, hockey and against Mike for a while. He, his development as a goalie has been tremendous to see. And uh, he had our number, and he's he's had it for two out of the three games there. But other than that, Gloucester's a young team, and they, they've got nothing to lose really uh, standings-wise. So they're coming out every night, and they're playing spoiler. And I really like what they've done with their new coaching staff and the way they run their program now. Now, uh, I want to go to this game. Kevin and ask you about what you guys need to do coming into tonight's game to take down this Brockville Braves team because you guys are still eighth uh, in the league you guys are a playoff spot of course the way the standings work and, and I mean you can't really go around it the, the division that the eyes the Eisenman division has been a little bit of a soft division this season as well as last season so you guys are second in the Eisenman division coming into tonight's game eighth place what do you need to do to take down this Braves team this Braves team's got a lot of good players on the offense and the D, D zone. They have a lot of skilled individuals. Uh, when they put it together, they're really dangerous. But for us, uh, we, we think we're one of the deeper teams in the league. And uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's going to take speed. It's, everyone's got to be all in. we got to have our first, second, all the way to the fourth line going. There can't be any passengers. I know it's Christmas and about less than 48 hours. So we got to just empty the tank here before the break, get those two points, regroup, and come back. Thanks a lot, Kevin. And uh, also, Dimitrovic is going to be up with the team again, coming from Junior B. He's been playing with your boy, Ryan DeMille. A little shout-out there. Yeah, shout-out to Ryan Dimmer. Good kid, good family. Uh, I mean, he's a good Italian kid. He's going to enjoy his holidays. And for Nicholas Dimitrovic, uh, keep working hard, buddy. Leo Komarov type of style. And uh, keep it going. All right. Thank you. Have a good one, Dante.